All right, so check this out, man. So we have had an opportunity to talk about the Ukraine, to talk about Russia, to talk about the sanctions that have been happening because of Russia's quote-unquote foolishness. Okay, You know who else has stepped in the ring to sanction Russia? Pornhub. Pornhub has stepped in the ring and they they are not allowing any traffic to go to Russian to the Russian country. You cannot go to Pornhub and get porn. What else? Ha- who else has no. jumped in the ring and sanctioned Russia? OnlyFans. So if you are a Russian OnlyFans creative, you cannot post shit. Oh, it's a lot of money. <laughs> man, you're putting on, you're putting on you're going to make a lot of mad dudes. A lot of mad dudes. But it's a lot of companies in America, man, where American people, American working class folks are working for this Rus- these Russian-owned companies who... Yeah, man. Yeah. Go, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Say what you nope. really going to say. No, Say man, what you it's really want. Like it's wild. <laughs> shit, bro, motherfuckers is out of work. <laughs> like, Nigga, shit. hold on. Let me let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Livelihood is on the line, man. Bro. Let, me, let me ask you a question. Or of the OnlyFans part, because that seems to that's, that's Russian creatives. Russian creatives that are you know producing on on OnlyFans, right? True. Have you ever, like, do you guys know Russian men? I've known a couple that I've worked with. I know a couple of Russian over men. the course of the past I, I, well, 12 years. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah, motherfuckers are crazy. Those motherfuckers are crazy. Do you, you, the last thing you want to do is to take porn away from these crazy motherfuckers? Do you know how, how lucid, how lucid you are after like your post nut clarity? Like you're not even trying to let them get their rocks off. You're trying to block you, everything. It's gonna be a lot of angry dudes, man. Nigga, I just told you, man. We were just talking in the off the cuff segment. I said that the ruple is worth less than a penny. He said, I can't buy bread, I can't buy alcohol, and you're not gonna let me bust a nut. Like, what the fuck is going on over here? This month, come on, dog. I mean, now the only that you are so out of control, the only industry left (laughs) to cut them off, it probably has no pull. It's like, I guess the black market weed industry, I'd be like, nope, no weed for y'all. You know what I mean? Facts. And then, then, then there might be, might be opioids, chaos, and heroin. Now, now, if the illegal trade, no, but you know, illegal trade don't stop for shit, they don't stop for nothing. They're probably making more money now. You know what? You you have a very strong point. You guys have a very strong point. I'd hate to see it, man. I'd hate to see it. That they they must be made because you know they're saying that there are a lot of outside of Russia. There are many companies that sell Russian vodka that are no longer importing oh, Russian vodka, or taking it off their shelves, pouring it out the whole nine. So it's like, dude, what are you going to do? And the country is literally, like I said, their money is worth less than a penny, a U less than a U.S. penny. Yeah. Right, look you can't sink, really. You need like six, seven, six to seven thousand rubles to buy a, a sandwich in Russia. 
Like that doesn't make it like you're making things so difficult. And then on on top of that, Pornhub wants to <laughs> wants to fuck up your day. He, he needs to step back, right? He needs to step back just because of that. Like that. How did you say Putin? You Putin, you really trying to go cross? You want to see some rebellion, like Putin, nigga, Putin. <laughs> A, a company who is already robbing motherfuckers is, yeah, is never gonna stop you like already robbing sex workers and they gonna tell you Elgin get the hell out of here <laughs> yes welcome 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 what's up what's up what is up back once again it is the incredible in the black podcast and in case you weren't aware this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men that nope. do not have do Pornhub do blocked on their no what no no <laughs> what is wrong with you dude I am your host. I hope, I, I hope your mom listens to this one. I can't wait. I swear I can't wait for your why mom to listen to this you, one. Why did you? Mm-mm-mm. I am your host, Big O, oh. Mister in the Black himself. But you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my IT team. Crush, say what's up, man. <laughs> I will not help you with your VPN. Bro, listen. I, your VPN is on your own, bro. He's stupid. L, say what's up, man. Man, I listen. Russia, Russia, bro. Matter of fact, we might not want to say Russia again on the show. We, <laughs> not, we might fuck around anymore. and get pulled. Not, not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, hackers are working overtime. I guarantee you, the hacking community is working overtime. <laughs> All of a sudden, the broadcast just drops out. <laughs> like, God damn it, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Streets is watching, man. Streets is watching. What's good, man? How y'all doing? I no doubt. And if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, finesse that thing one time. It goes a long way. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything and it helps the algorithm get us out to other folks. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well so that you don't miss out on the next episode. And if you want to join the family, I think that's probably the most important thing. Please go ahead and do that. Elgin, tell them how they can do that, man. Man, head on over to our website, man, www.intheblackpodcast.com. We got some new and exciting things that O will tell you about here momentarily, but it's two things that we really, well, it's more than two, but two we really want you to do, right? (laughs) We want you to send cash and mo cash, right? (laughs) We want you to send cash directly to us via cash app at dollar sign in the black PDCST. All that money comes in-house and helps us keep the lights on, literally. Or you can become a member of our Patreon. The Patreon has a number of tiers. In each tiers, you get a different benefit. But you all get, as a Patreon, our off-the-cuff segment. That's some shit that you want to hear uh, every time we do it. Oh, yeah, tell them about the new shit that we got. Okay, so... We're actually going to be producing new merchandise, of course. And if you are part of our family, you will be one of the first to get it. And more than likely, you'll be getting it for free for your contributions. So that's number one. Secondly, this episode of the In the Black podcast is brought to you by Audiobooks. Now, our first partner for the show. Um, 
you guys know if you listen to this show often that we are avid book listeners i know that elgin is sitting in front of his fucking library right now and i <laughs> me and crush we have a mixture of books and audiobooks in our in our uh in our tool belt Indeed. but Indeed. if you find someone or if you're one of those people that finds it hard to sit down with a book and turn pages yeah audiobooks now is your best bet it is it brings a whole host of best-selling books from your favorite authors right into your hands and at an affordable price it is how listening to books or getting access to books has never been as easy as it is with audiobooks now so if you want to support the show support the companies that support us you can go over to in the forward slash audiobooks now and go ahead and subscribe if you subscribe the first purchase that you get from there you'll get 50 percent off so i think that's a great benefit and once again as i said support the shows support our partners that support us so when you go there we'll get a little bit of kickback from that as well so um, and by the way, it is cheaper than that other big company that does audio. Elgin, I wasn't going. To, I wasn't going to say anything about that. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll be the guy. Uh, they're cheaper, <laughs> much cheaper. This month, this motherfucker. What? Boy, you are the worst. Uh, all right. So, I got a letter for our black box letter this week. I got a letter from a listener that is a former teacher. Okay. Former. Mm. Actually, he's a teacher. I apologize. Now, he used to teach in public high schools, and now he currently teaches uh, with mentally disabled kids, kids with special needs. Okay? And he sent me a video of an Indiana teacher who had a mental breakdown and ended up striking a kid okay and part of his dilemma was balancing the experiences he has had as a teacher and balancing what it means to be not only a leader but a molder of minds and he's like he wants to, he chastises in one I'll say he's torn because I felt torn too as he started to explain it. He chastises the teacher for losing his cool and hitting a hitting a student, but at the same time, he's like, "Man, I get it. I get it. He understands why he did that." And I want to share the video with you. It's not very long, but I'll share the video with you guys so you can take a look and see what I'm talking about. So we have this for the for our folks that are listening. We have this teacher come rushing out of his room and another camera gets caught and he catches up with a kid that storms out of his room, catches him, pushes him up on the wall and boom, strikes him in the head, starts yelling at him and tries to take him, I think, to the principal's office or something. The kid drops on the ground to say that he's injured and the teacher is pretty much fed up and he walks off, he storms off. There are some people that are coming out in the hallway to see what had happened. Once again, the teacher is pretty much fed up and <laughs> goes on about his his business, so to speak, right? So my question to you guys is, do you have empathy? Empathy, not sympathy. Empathy for this teacher? Or was he just full of that shit? 
I have empathy for the teacher. Go ahead, dude. No, I have empathy for the teacher. I don't condone striking children, mine, yours, or anybody else's for that fucking matter. I don't think children should be hit. So let me make that clear. That's not something I support at all. My empathy comes in because of the amount of stress that teachers are under currently and the amount of stress that they have been under. Uh, it's a, an incredibly demanding field. Most teachers who are in the field and have some sort of longevity, more than five years, we'll say, actually are passionate about the work and want to do what is best for the children. I'm not even going to ask the question what took place within the classroom that would lead him because we don't see that component. My empathy purely lies from the amount of stress that he is under possibly as being a teacher. Should he face severe consequences for his action? Absolutely. Because again, it's a child. He should not be hitting a child for any reason. But I do have empathy for the amount of stress that he's in. Now, I'll end it with this. There might be some things that I might learn about this dude's character later on that may even go back and change my perspective <laughs> on it. But based off of what I'm seeing on the video, yeah, you can see by his white man strut out the classroom that he was all the way fed up. Uh, and I dig it. I empathize with that. Um, you know, I uh, I have a lot of experience actually working in uh, working in schools, and uh, of course, uh, my wife has been a principal for a charter school in D.C. She was one for about f almost close to four years. So, um, of course, I have tremendous empathy for uh, for for what teachers go through on a daily basis. Um, you know, we don't, of course, have the full context of the of the, of the incident that led the young man to. Uh, storm out of the classroom um, and walk away. Um, you know, you know, I do have empathy, um, but of course, you know, we have policies in place that uh, you know, that teachers must adhere to. Um, of course, he had clearly uh, he was clearly pushed past his breaking point um, uh, by the student's behavior. Um, you know, I don't. So again, I don't. I don't condone that either. Um, but you know, I've seen the situations. I've seen how crazy they can, they can get. You know. Um, you know, I was uh, I was an attendance counselor for uh, Baloo Senior High School uh, for about two years. Um, so believe me, I can uh, I can see how bad things can get in in, in, a, in in a given morning before class even starts. Interesting. Uh, I mean, shoot, stuff that happens as as the buses are unloading <laughs> to get to the school. Bruh. Man, yo, I mean, all I mean, you know, it's it, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot, especially you know today's kids are. Are, are uh, different. Hard. It's hard not. It's hard not to say they're a little full of themselves. A little bit, just a little bit, a little for a, a little, a little forthright, a little forthright in the completely wrong direction. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Where where they think they know the law, you know, and shit like that. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, because I, I, I wasn't screaming that shit to my because I wasn't doing dumb shit. I, mean, I was doing a little dumb shit. I wasn't screaming. I know the law. Don't touch me. I wasn't saying that shit at 15, 14. Well, these kids are screaming about, you know, section 14, regulation six in, in, in the book. That to touch me on above my belt, some shit. 
You know, I'm like, you know, these kids are different. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to come out there with an attorney. That white man, that white man should have his lawyer with him when he hit when he when he hit him. Dog, I, I, I before before I get into that, Elgin just fucking killed me with that with everything because they're different. That I think that's probably the most the, the most accurate and political. PC way to say it. <laughs> hey, I, I, I apologize to any parents out there. You know what I'm saying? No, they, 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 I, they, they, and they, you know what? You know, I, I mean, hey, DC schools, man. <laughs> Look, we, I, I, mean, you want, I mean, you want to talk about attitude to the to the tip of the man? Well, oh, boy, I, like Elgin was saying, we talking I think about I, schools. We talking about kids in our own cribs. Facts. Like facts. Facts. Kids, when they they say something, they hit you with that tone of voice that. If you, you were somebody on look. the street, you'd be like, oh, it'd be a rap. you right about that. You're right. Oh, oh, about oh. Like, I'm about to mix it up. Right. Because, listen, man, if we was on the street, I would be choking you till you <laughs> Right, 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 right. right. You can't hey, do that. I would have drop kicked you down the block. <laughs> but you, and you know, and, and I think that part of that is why I am torn. I do have, I do have a large level of empathy for this teacher right and i but i want to also make sure that under no capacity do we condone this dude slapping some kid upside his head the teacher's name facts the teacher's name is from jimtown high school in indiana and the teacher's name is mike hazinski yeah the teacher's name is mike hazinski okay (laughs) and mike hazinski has actually been a teacher for over 20 years and he has won many awards best teacher for you know being compassionate like people know him for just genuinely being according to the reports being a good guy yeah but indiana i but everybody has a breaking point agreed and this man literally literally this man literally just threw away 20 plus years in the matter of a few seconds by striking this kid i'm gonna let him go so you gotta step back and ask yourself was it worth it though like that no angry, it wasn't worth it that, that's, that's because you ain't even hit the, you ain't even hit the kid the way that you wanted to hit you him. wanted to like, like, <laughs> <laughs> that fake fall that fake fall i know I, on, I, I know i know i know for two you seconds, can see hold on hold on hold on when he dropped like that for two seconds he looked at him like Oh, you want to get dropped, little nigga? Oh yeah, he, t- <laughs> I'll drop, he, t- <laughs> he took he took he took full advantage of it. He took yeah. full advantage of it when he hit him. I mean, and I'm not saying once again we're not condoning it. No, and I'm no, not no, saying, no, no. Listen, God, I, no. you know what? From I'm I'm going to tell you a very inter- interesting perspective that I have. When my I was started to run with a with a bad crowd as I grew up. When I got to eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker Elgin is out of control today. I swear. Let me let me call let me call Miss Bailey to come and wrangle his ass in real quick. So I started running with the bad crowd, and it got to the point where it started spilling into my classroom life, right? And I had one teacher. Out of all my other teachers, they really just put up with it, right? Mm-hmm. But I had one teacher who was like, "Nah, I'm not putting up with it," and he told talked to my parents. 
and he spoke to my dad and my dad is an old school African kid where he used to tell me stories that they would take the biggest yeah. kid in the classroom and they would put yeah. whoever was in trouble on their back and the teacher yeah. would basically paddle them into submission as a rec- on a regular basis so everybody could get it so my anybody dad when I was yeah. when my dad as a middle school student here in the United States told this teacher I'll never forget my physical science teacher told my physical science teacher if he keeps fucking up just hit that nigga like fuck all the bullshit just go ahead and cuff him one good time and I give you permission <laughs> to cuff him and you know the rem- outside of the fear of being cuffed by my te- by my teacher the fact that my teacher literally would use that as a threat against me in class if I started boy, you know, to you know what I can do. out of hand. You know what I can do. You know what yeah, I can exactly. do, boy. He used to say that. He said, you, you know, know what, what your dad do. told me I should do. Do. I don't want to have to do that. Do it. And I look back on, listen, and I look back on that as a, as a grown awful. ass. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Traumatizing as a That is my point. Yo, I look back on that situation crazy. now as a grown ass man, and I think to myself, I don't like most people. Talk less about having to deal with other people's children on a regular basis. But within that same token, I know how I feel dealing with my own kids. I would never allow some person that it might not even be my child might have a bad day and give them permission to be able to haul off on my kid. Yeah, I might. I would have to set fire to rank. Like, Yo, no my, bullshit. My, I got to die. My, like, my, I got to my, die. My parents didn't believe in that. You know, my dad was definitely against it. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I'll never forget that when I was in kindergarten, um, you know, we had these two white teachers. And when kids would get in trouble, they would take out that yardstick and, you know, pull the pants down in front of the whole class. And wow. wow. Right? Wow, wow, wow. Right? One day, mind you, I don't get in trouble like that. I don't remember what I did. It had something to do with some girl. But I remember that because all, 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 all of a sudden, all of a sudden, things we do for the vagina. All of a sudden, I remember, I, was, I, just, I just remember getting yanked from the girl, like, oh, and I'm like, yo, and they're like, yo, take your pants down. I was like, I was like, what? I remember, I, remember, me, I, paused, I paused. I was like, what? I was like. Nah, nah. They're like, they're like, pull it down. I was like, nah, nah. Yo, they started whooping on my arms, so I pulled my shit down. I came, oh, I came shit. home. I came home to a mom, Jamaican mother. Bruh, she burnt she, slow, she, singing, she, slow singing the flower. Bro, she, 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 she almost, my dad had to hold her back. Damn. From strangling. These, these two white women, damn man, strangling I, them like that. That yardstick was broken. <laughs> she broke but, that nah, shit. I she broke down it. With that, man. But she broke once that. again, like I said, I think I think it's interesting the dilemma the teachers face, and we got to give them a lot of credit. As yeah. much as we don't condone the, yeah. the, the stress, and we don't condone kids no. acting out of no. hand, but no. we want to make sure we say all that. My my father in law, God rest his soul, was a high school teacher in New York City in Queens. Mm-hmm. when he got here he was a substitute teacher for that matter for years before he then became Ooh, an officer a at you know, in queens thank you 
before right. he finally became an officer, you know, an administrator for Child Protective Services. And he of said course. part of the reason, and it was an interesting dilemma because part of the reason why he ended up becoming, started working for Child Protective Services is because of the experiences that he had working as a yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, he probably saw some wild shit. And he saw, and he's like, he said, but he would tell these stories about, you know, him as, an, as a small statured African man with a thick accent. And people would like these kids, these little kids would come in there, little kids, high school kids, come in there sure. with like dirty ass African with the accent, get out of here, all this other stuff. And he and he, he said it took like everything he had not to be that dude. But he said as he started listening and seeing these kids and recognizing that this spawns from somewhere else, it's not just made yeah, out of whole, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's yeah, something yeah. that cultivates the behavior. And he's like, man. Some of these kids really go through some shit, and this is their avenue, opportunity, outlet of to act up, to yeah. vent. Yeah. And like I said, that's why he became, you know, yeah. started working for Child Protective Service and dedicated the rest of his life to saving these kids, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's why these, you know, these instances like this really have to, uh, you know, beg you to ask the larger questions of what is actually occurring here. You know yeah. the, the the breakdown of an educational system, the the the, the uh, cracks in the curriculum. That's what I'm seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like you need yeah. to you need to read, you need to reevaluate your entire curriculum if a child feels compelled or the or the right to walk out of a class. That should not even enter their head. That shouldn't even happen. You know what I'm saying? Especially after watching how my wife handles that stuff. That would never happen. That has never happened. Fascinating. Never Fascinating. Fascinating. Man, if a kid try to walk out your class, your best bet is to go ahead and let that little motherfucker walk out. Facts. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call the office and say, "Hey, Tyrone yeah, is yeah. on his way. He's on his on his uh, way." Yeah, I just sent him I on there. I don't know if you're gonna make it. You, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do, but <laughs> he ain't here. He's in. <laughs> right. Well, right, I mean, right, that's right. why that's why the deans at uh, DC High School was like six three two fifty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Line <laughs> back is from the math and shit. Shit. <laughs> Elgin, go ahead and. uh lead into the next topic man. oh man uh i wish i had some good news to share uh but i don't uh, i came across an article yeah i came across an article man i know that one of the things that we talk about within poor working class predominantly black spaces as we often talk about buying homes we talk about financial literacy we talk about generational wealth we have these discussions because we recognize the economic position that black folks particularly in america are in and we often talk about using the buying of a home as the way of sustaining or growing wealth for future generations. Then we read motherfucking articles like this. And this particular article says, black buyers are getting pushed out of the housing market faster than anyone else. And I'm not going to read the whole article. We'll post it in the show notes for you guys to be able to take a look at. But there's a couple of points that I wanted to highlight for you guys that I thought was discouraging and will generate some good discussion for us. Here it is right here. Uh, home ownership is becoming unaffordable for many Americans, not just black Americans, not just white Americans, not just Latinos, not just our Asian American brethren, but for Americans in general. Then it further goes on only roughly less than 250,000 homes for sale 
are affordable to those earning, listen to this, earning the U.S. median income of 70, 75000 to 100000 Hmm. Black Say Americans that one more time. only less than two hundred and fifty thousand homes are for sale are affordable to those earning the U.S. median income of seventy thousand to a hundred thousand. And we can go into the median income and how that ranks and all those things and look at you know where Black folks rank in the median income. We're not very high, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I just found that incredibly fascinating. Here's a couple more real quick. Black Americans especially have taken major financial blows during the pandemic. The pandemic saw a lot of Black folks developing and cultivating an entrepreneurial spirit and mm, manifesting mm. that. And there is data out there that shows how during the pandemic, you would get the impression that would be an opportunity for us to be successful and to gain some some leeway in the, the wealth gap and the wealth race when it's had the exact opposite effect. What we saw happen was big companies, more established companies, such as the Walmarts, the Amazons, things like that. Made a had, killing. Listen, made growth that is absolutely evil. Okay. Black home ownership rate currently remains the lowest in the country. The lowest has been in a long time, if not ever. Black Americans are still earning less than their peers, and it's impacting their ability to afford home ownership. So it's not only are we being pushed out, we can't afford it. 2021, the home ownership rate was 73.8% for white households. For black households, less than 50%, 45% to be exactly. So, so, so my, in the, the let me ask you a article, question. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Given the boom of entrepreneurial spirit that we saw during the during the pandemic, sure. we had the the we've and we've always seen this narrative of the grinder, the hustler, the person that doesn't stop. Sure. Where are these people then? If they're not buying, like, not making if, enough. If, yeah, they're not making they're not, enough. Huh? They're not making enough. They're not we're making building, enough. We are we are building capital as a people, but yeah. we're but we're, we're, we're at the, we're, we're at the baby step phase of the shit. To be honest with you, we're not only at the baby steps, but we're so far behind in the wealth race that the only way for us as a people to ever catch up. It would be if it was a massive redistribution, redistribution of, wealth. of wealth. That's the literally the only yeah. way that it we're going to, to do it. That, that actually has to transfer generationally. Oh yeah, it, it has to and, be and, and, and transfer successfully. Transfer yeah, successfully because yeah. it's very yeah. easy. It's very easy. the state finds all kinds of reasons to take away black people's money. So as as a a panel of entrepreneurs right? As a panel of black business owners, right? We grind in full-time jobs and we grind with entrepreneurial spirit-led endeavors, right? I often look at my business, not only, I, I, I struggle with looking at it as a business, right? And more of a survival tactic. Like it's another way for me to add 
to ensure that my family is not just making it right but we're able to purchase and do the things mm. that we want to do making it is great making it is what a lot of us are not doing but what we're doing with these other jobs and these other businesses man it's allowing us to enjoy life in ways that our full-time jobs that we went to school for they got the student loans for are not allowing us to do so we actually work another job and have a business so we can take our kids on vacation facts that's that's what this grind is doing and that is the insidious nature of capitalism but we in our community we are caught in this rock between this rock and a hard place where you know it's either bro i i i don't know i i struggle with this when i hear it because as someone who aspires to buy a home with the idea of leaving it to my children, children. you know, yeah. I look at these numbers and I look at, you know, what a bachelor's degree, what a master's degree, not only is going to get me in the career field, but what it's going to cost me yeah. financially to get yeah. there. And I'm like, damn it! How, you how have do no, we, you have no. no promise that you're going to recoup those funds? No, again. no, no. No matter how hard you plan, no matter how rock solid your network will be, your network will be rock solid in, in everything. Your man will point you in the right direction. You'll get there. Guess what? Oh man, we uh, we can only give you this much, bro. Not why? only that, but why? white, why? white because, nepotism will always yeah, they, win. Yeah, because yeah, they always they already hired uh, their nephew. That, that took 20% of the money you were supposed to get that you worked so hard to get to. Yeah, Believe me, it happened to me. Yeah, dude, I trust me. I, I dig it, man. My wife and I, a little insider baseball, my wife and I, we are attempting to try. Well, I won't say that. We've had conversations about buying a second home. And my wife is someone who is very, I won't say she's averse to it. But she's asking me, she's asked me on many occasions why, because I have been very, very adamant about us getting a second home. And it's not necessarily because I live in a second home. I'm not going to live in two places at the same goddamn time, especially if it's not a no, vacation home or some shit. Sure. But I told her, I said, what are we working for? What are we busting our asses every single day for that we're not giving up? We that we sacrifice the vacation days that even after the clock after the after we clock out we're still accessible yeah. to our employers. We oh we do God, we bro. doing it for these kids. Yeah. God forbid yeah. we pass away at any point in time. What are we leaving behind to them? Yeah. Let's yeah. just even say, for example, at the end of the day, we can't afford college tuition for these kids. We have that something helps. else that we can just sell, get, say. Okay, well, Leverage, it was nice yeah. while we had it. Yeah, sell that shit, get the college. money, throw yeah, it down, yeah. put him through college, like, the, and that, and and I'm thinking about think about that though. Go ahead. And I'm thinking about the, the, yeah. the struggle that we're going through trying to acquire that. Talk less about what we had to go through to acquire the first home, right? Mm -hmm. And then to say, okay, that we have to in some way rob Peter to pay Paul, pay jump through Paul. these hoops, do all these manipulations to try and get something that we think is going to be to our to our betterment at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And it might not be. And it, and it, it still might not, might, not be. might not be. It might not be. Not being a guarantee. Because I know a lot of people that bought homes during the um, 
prior to the 08 crash that were upside down in their loans, got their shits taken. It literally like stripped their lives away from them, like in the blink of an eye. And if you talk to and if you talk to some economists, a lot of economists are saying with the way homes are increasing right now, there's another housing crisis that's going to come. Um, yeah, I mean, I can speak from direct personal experience about this situation because my wife and I, you know, we've been um, we've been fixing up our house for the past uh, couple of years. I'm sure as everyone has been during the during the sure, days sure. of the pandemic, and we're at the tail end of those renovations, and she's trying to get serious about. Um, getting the house prepared uh, to be sold. Um, but the reality is um, we're both, you know, in a much better place financially than we were about three, four years ago. Um, a lot of debt is falling away. Um, and the thought of children is, is definitely uh, becoming more fixed in our minds. Um, and where we want to live, um, you know, now that we're both remote working, um, makes, you know, living anywhere, almost anywhere, a possibility. But we're running into uh, the same situation that the uh, article refers to, where uh, it actually is implying that you know you may be ready to sell, but yeah. there's nothing. But there's nothing to buy. There's nothing to buy. Nothing. And you know we're at a point when we we have been exposed to some of the um, newer concepts of um, neighborhoods and communities out there. Sure. Um, there's some really interesting. Um, Sure. Exciting stuff out there that you can you can you can really imagine your kids having the best childhood ever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, really nice new new ideas for these communities and neighborhoods that are really awesome. But there's nothing to buy. Well, um, let's see. We, we got let's lucky. See. We got lucky today from a friend who just said to her, "Hey, tell your friend I might I'm about to put my house in the market in a few months." I, but we were like. Thanks, but well, what are we gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So even, we may even we, outside we, of we, that, we may see in a fully renovated house for at least another four. Five, I mean, well, that I mean, that's that's never a bad thing. I mean, the I mean, that's not a bad room. thing, but but you know, I, I get I get but, you. But trust after me. all, I mean, plus I'm almost fifty. You know what I'm saying? We, we're getting older. Yeah, I you know what I'm saying? There's a I certain there's uh, a certain kind of home that I think we want to have. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. And plus, there's a there's a good chance there's gonna be a kid. I did, I did, you know, yeah. and and this house, you know, well, we can, you know, we can, we can hold down a kid. You can manage, but I mean, manage, nobody wants to. No one wants plus, to manage. Plus, 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 we just want a new home. That's the thing. We really want a new house, yeah, yeah. and I, that's I and, and that's become. I mean, that's become very hard. We we have to well, really think, be a hawk for when they put down the stakes and and dig no, the well, pot and be like, here, take the check, take the check now. We well, I, even just just to ahead, take a step back and take a look at what we what you just said. I mean, given the prospects of you guys having a child, that, I think that's probably one of the biggest implications for why black home ownership or one of the 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 thought processes and the decisions that we make for black home ownership. Because don't forget, your home where you're located is directly tied to how your kids learn ultimately, like how they're reared, like the type of education that they get. So you people yeah. are struggling that's to try why, and find why, a home. That's why even in these, on the table. That's what I'm saying, uh, dude. <laughs> people are out here struggling to try and assemble all this money for a down and do all these things like the down payment and the closing costs and all these other things, so that they can get a home, hopefully in an area that leads to a betterment for their kids. Check and check out what made check out what's going to make things even more complicated. Because I just came back from a, a baby shower from my from my, my sister in law, and during the conversation around the table, I got a chance to meet her a few of her cousins. It was like mm. four of them, 
all four are leaving New York City. All four. Their whole families. We say we're leaving. We can't do it. You can't. And, you and, can't and guess where they're coming. Can't afford it. And, and, and guess where they're coming. Facts. You can't afford it. Where? Here. Maryland, Maryland yes, is becoming. You, you Maryland, can't even afford it here. Son, Maryland is becoming is becoming the option for a lot of north, northern Maryland. It makes sense. It's less cheaper. I mean, listen, not and, not and, by and, much and, though. And, and, and career wise, as a thing, they, they, they're getting the jobs they want here. Maybe 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 that's it. Because I'm and this is this is tangential. But as I said, me and my wife were doing all this perusing, right? Mm-hmm. And we're looking at homes. And the homes, one of my homeboys, Jesus Christ, one of my homeboys just left from up here. He's originally from Delaware, lived in Philly most of his life, but mm-hmm. came down here. He was here for a minute. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, I'm, he said, I'm a rolling stone. I don't have no kids. I'm not married. It's about time for me to leave. So the motherfucker was just during, during the pandemic just said, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm out. And he moved to Georgia. And I don't want this to sound like a promotional for fucking Atlanta, but he moves to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And the home that he bought in Georgia for barely, barely 300000 and he's by himself, barely 300000 you come to Maryland, you paying six plus, almost seven for that same fucking house. Same square footage, no pool, same bathroom, same bedrooms, all of that. How long has he been so there? I'm looking at folks talking. About, you said what? How long has he been there? He just moved there, so he moved there in November of last year. Okay, I, I give him three years. Why you say, Why you say that? Atlanta, bro, nigga. I mean, nigga, nigga, nigga. It's not. Well, hold all on, that. he's single too. Yeah, he's bro, single. Oh, 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 even worse. Got a couple dollars. Got a couple dollars. Oh, even, oh no, no, that, that doesn't. No, that, look, I tell you right now. I tell you right now. He is in danger of one number one thing: bore dumb. Well. He has money to go gambling and see the clappers. That's how bruh, he spends his money. Bruh, so, <laughs> bro, it's fine for about eight nine months. Trust me. See, I, I asked Elgin not, so after a I while. Asked, he's gonna be like, "Son, I can't find me a wife out here. What the fuck?" And after a while, the money will just there'll be a cap on the money. Like, what? Man, I can't get. You see, Watch, I, I, I asked Elgin but, to the, the, when I come down to Philly for him to take me to go see the Clappers. He said, You don't want to see the Clappers down here. They got C sections and bullet wounds and shit like but, that. That's all right. If that's what you're doing, but then you I'm know what, though? Wow. I got a I got fell something. from the sky like, when, like Lizzo off a mountain just now. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, when, uh, when, when Elgin mentioned the housing crisis, I have to mention, I have to mention another article, another article in relation to this that asked a very. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I know how bad it is in Philly. Trust me, it wasn't fun. No, um, great week. Um, yeah, those strip clubs, man. Yeah, y'all were struggling. Man. Y'all struggling. Let's, you know what? Let's let's move on to the next subject because. Yeah. We, oh, no, but, 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 but real quick though, uh, an, interesting, an interesting conversation that's ha- hopping up in relation to the housing crisis is the question about. Um, uh, the need for new cities in America. Yeah, that's, I don't know how that'll fucking work. That's a that's that's, that's a that it's a wild conversation going on about that. But we won't that's get into that now. I, I, I just have to throw that in there. Because no, no, like, I'm glad you did. A lot because a lot of black people are asking this question. Mm. Safe. It's, it's, it's time for new cities. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right, crush. What we got on deck next, man? Well, um, this is a bit of news that I'm sure you know people may have heard about. 
Um, and uh, it kind of it came across uh, rather rapidly. And I guess the timing is kind of uh, I'm, so, I'm not sure what the timing is, but uh, coincidentally, the house uh, the house has passed a bill to make lynching a federal hate crime. Uh, lawmakers, both parties, hailed the action as historic, but a separate bill to outlaw, outlaw discrimination based on a person's natural hair failed amid Republican opposition. Coincidentally, and uh, this bill was passed, I believe, four ten, four yeah, four twenty two to three. Oh, opinions, gentlemen. Opinions. This, but hold up. This is this is only in the house that it was passed. Only the house. Yeah. That's right. I don't see. First and foremost, I don't see Mitch McConnell allowing this to be even brought up in the Senate, uh, simply because they're going to argue that they've got bigger fish to fry. And for once in my life, uh, or in Did the lifetime, hold on, don't say it. Don't say it. You can skip that thought. You can go on to something else because if you're going to say what I think you're going to say, you are going to be banned from the show. Uh, for the first time. <laughs> for the first like, don't say that. Let's not go this too is, far this, now. This is why. This is why. This is why. This is this is one of the reasons why I want to punch Elgin in his fucking nuts every time I see him. <laughs> so so for the first time in my for the first time ever, I. Yeah, he, he can get scroll. He can get scrotal lymphedema and end up like your man. Wait, 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 remember the dude who died from that shit? No, I'm talking about he's gonna end up like like your boy with the hundred. Oh no no, no 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 no! Walking around with the burlap sack nuts and shit. <laughs> the burlap sack and nuts and shit. Nigga, you got me going off on tangents. Fuck that shit. No, for the first time ever, I I would say that I agree with fucking. I would agree with Mitch McConnell for not bringing it up to the Senate. <laughs> This is my no. this is my re this is my reason this is my reasoning why L- in all honesty this, I know, I know he is I know he's 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 fucking sour's milk right now I understand I'm about to mute his mic so we can't <laughs> hear his voice anymore. <laughs> this, this, this this is this is the reason why I say that we don't have bigger fish to fry in this country man child tax credit expired student loans aren't getting paid for more and more people every single fucking day are ending up homeless on these streets. They're not getting any renters' assistance anymore. No mortgage assistance in this country anymore. And y'all, this is the bill that you guys want to bring. Nick, even the fucking George Floyd bill. If that's the thing that you said you wanted to really pass, okay. Let's even say fuck, fuck the George Floyd bill. Let's say the Voting Rights Act. That we're trying to re-implement that in voting rights. Oh my god. Y'all can't, y'all can't get that passed. But, but y'all said, it, yeah. but y'all want to pass a no lynching bill. I, I get it. I, I 100%. I'm not trying to be Mr. Insensitive. But I get all, it. But it's almost placating, though. Yeah, it, 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 it feels that way, feels especially placated. especially right now when there's so many other things <laughs> that would benefit black people in this country besides a no lynching bill. Like, what type of fuckery is that? That's, that's not going to help anybody right now. It's Elgin. It's like the no, it's not. But the fact okay. the fact that it's something that is up for debate in twenty fucking twenty two is the bigger concern for me than anything Thank else. You, like, it's embarrassing. Like it's, it's embarrassing. we're now going to have this conversation like today, like <laughs> now. <laughs> Hold on, I mean, <laughs> don't we have some other shit that we could be focused on? Like. And I wanted to dig deeper and see who from you know our folks were leading the direction on yeah, this fight. Yeah, there was, there was. 
I didn't I didn't want to today because I'm trying to be gracious towards folks today, and I didn't want to call these motherfuckers out their name. Uh, but I'm sure there's some of us somewhere, you know, Congressional Black Caucus, you know, somebody like facts, that is probably, facts, you know, who facts. are <laughs> just fighting for it. That doesn't and, and you and, and, and like, okay, and and it it passed resoundingly, which in some people's minds would show you or tell you that. This progress is being made. Yeah, that there's pro- thank you. That there's progress. Yeah. But this is just this is just a distraction tool, my guy. It's like or, look at what we did. We passed because you know this is this is how Democrats typically act. And there's a lot of people yep. that think that we are not progressive or that we're against the black cause or that we are these there are some people that really that that, that think that we are the Clarence Thomases no, of fucking see, black media. This show, this really? fucking no, show, yes. No, see, what, 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 because see, we call out Democrats all the time. See, I think that's the. Thing I think I think we're, I think what we're against, what we're against at its core, foolishness is <laughs> is incremental progress. You know what I'm saying? All that incremental shit. Just to be clear, I don't like the shit they pulled in the '70s. All right. Thank you, sir. 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 That's what. That's really what it books. Because think about it. Part of my dilemma this week, and this is going off on a small tangent, but I think it it correlates to how we're discussing it here. A lot of people have been talking about. Katinja Brown Jackson. Oh, Katanji. Katanji, thank you, sir. You I apologize. Katanji. No, 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 no. I think I think I think we would I think we have to in some capacity. Because it is it is a large issue. It is a momentous situation, right? To have the first black female possibly on the Supreme Court, right? But this is part of the dilemma that I have, which ties to this argument about this lynching bill, the tangential, the incremental changes, the the shucking and jiving, the banana in the tailpipe. A lot of people talk about how her, Katanji Brown-Jackson, being qualified would ultimately, and I want to make sure I'm very clear that she is qualified, because I know know a lot of people are going to give us stress for that, being qualified would ultimately be put on the Supreme Court. But my thing is us taking a step back and just because they use the excuse about representation, right? And we know representation is not everything. It is not the end all be all for how we get black progress. Because don't forget, they replaced the Honorable Thurgood Marshall with fucking Clarence Thomas, who is essentially against almost Everything, Everything black people trying to do over since he's been put in the on the damn Supreme Court. So you tell me how much representation matters if he doesn't represent your ideals, your thoughts, and what you think are the best movements for how the country should go. And yes, he is a Supreme Court judge. He's not supposed to advocate the law or push law. He's supposed to interpret it and then judge upon it. I get that. But his interpretation does not meet with most black people, quote unquote, representation of what they feel is the best interest for them and black people going forward. And I think that that's also part of why Democrats mostly get away with this bullshit because they put this shiny object in front of us, this lynching bill, will quote unquote get it passed and then their colleagues during the next election cycle will be like, oh yeah, I helped to issue a bill to stop lynching. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do when I was missing out on fucking the child tax credit? That's what I really need. I didn't need a fucking no lynch bill. I need you building some more homes. 
Thank, thank you, when sir. We talk about this when we talk about this. The the Biden made it clear that he was going to be looking to do something. He was going to play the representation politics game. So the fact that this woman is being nominated and she's black is part and parcel for his plan. Uh, anytime you want to get an idea of a politician's politics, you look to see who supports that particular politician. Yes, sir. You look who endorses that particular politician. Yes, you do. You a great indication of their politics. She's a little known person. She's made done some things. But she does some great. Don't get it twisted. Let's not understate it. She's she's very qualified. She's done some great shit. Let's make sure I'm we're sure very clear about is. that. I'm sure she is. Okay, but. In her qualifications, one of the first motherfuckers to endorse her was the Fraternal Order of Police, the largest police organization, the mafia arm of the police, came out and gave her a glowing endorsement. Ergo, that said that ridiculous uh, State of the Union speech. We will, mm. you know, you know, it's, I, it's I, crazy. We 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 ask for shit, and they and they and and, and not only do they say no, they say hell no. Well, well, they give a shit. They literally give a shit. They give I was not. I was not aware that the Fraternal Order. Of, I, a big plate. I did not know the FOP did. I did not know the FOP oh, yeah. endorsed her. I did not know. Oh, that. absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. We're fucked. We ain't getting shit. Wow, we ain't getting shit. Wow, so that makes then then that leads that really makes me question what her, what her I don't want to say her politics because it's not politics, but what her rulings have been over the past what 15 20 years that she's been on the bench. Like, what what else has she been? We shall see, we shall see. Oh, listen, listen. And they I was, came happy. Out there was, there and was they one of the praised Biden. They came, the fraternal order police her? came out and praised Biden for his selection of Miss Jackson. And immediately, outcasts began playing in my head where I automatically heard, Sorry, Miss Jackson, <laughs> I am for real. <laughs> Listen, no. Nope, nope. If they support you, there's no way in hell that we should support you, right? We got to get away, or I want us to get away, but I know we're not ready to get away, but I want us to get away from identity, respectability, politics, because I think it's done more damage to us than we fucking realized. But I know we as a country, as a people specifically, Oh, we're not ready to get rid of that yet. We we love to have the first black. It's, and in this moment, there is now, nothing hotter than having the first see, black woman in a position. Now, like, that's see, the now, hottest shit on the market. This, this, having this, the first this, black woman. What? See, this, 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 inclusive thing, hype, this inclusive thing is now becoming low-hanging fruit and like and, and, and a default move it, for anti-racist anti, right. for, for, for anti behavior. 
if I'm like, if I'm, I'm, like I'm like I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This is not the standard. Okay, this, if this, it, this is this is not, this, this is the baby step. This is step one, motherfucker. Okay, this isn't the end of the shit. All right, but you, and you they, know but what? They, I, they want, but they want to advertise it like that. This is the end of it. This but that's, we, and, that's, my, that's and, and that's and that's my point because I don't want anyone that God forbid I don't want anyone that hears this podcast, hears this segment, to think that we are against her getting the nomination. Okay, she is qualified. She's qual in terms of the qualifications. I want to speak for myself then, because I see Elgin right. giving me the screwball yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, bro. We, she is. <laughs> a, she <laughs> is no, but no, and the reason why I say that is because you know a lot of people that qualifications. Her, qualifications. The, the many of the people that oppose her oppose her because they feel that this is affirmative action at work. That she's not qualified, <laughs> and we're just picking no. her because she's black, right? And that's no. not the case. But what sure. I she am is qualified. Opposed, she is qualified. What yes, I, I am opposed to is having Joe Biden and other Democrats hold this up as a signature move for them at the end of the day, when there are still other issues that we need to tackle. Because what's going to happen during election cycle, we already know it. He said, hey, got to vote for Joe Biden. He put the first black woman in the Supreme Court. a black Party. woman in there. And yes, that does a good thing. That, 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 that is a good thing, right? But at the same token, there are other things that we are trying to tackle that you are subverting because you want us to focus once again on the shiny fucking object. That's how bad things are that we, the shiny object, man, is. It's got us. It's got us. Yeah, right? It's got us. It's got us. We're falling for the banana in the tailpipe again, my guy. And it's a damn fucking shame. Man. Anyway. All right. Right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. Crush, what is up, man? Oh, not much, man. I just want everyone to uh, enjoy the, uh, the coming uh, warm weather and please be safe. You know, even though as things as uh, things start to calm down and ease up, we still must be uh, wary of our uh, elderly community out there that might still be uh, you know, susceptible to this virus. Um, but you know, a uh, big part of it is it's still getting vaccinated and boosted as well. Um, you know, I'm definitely gonna enjoy my trips out of town real soon because of it. So I want you all out there too. No doubt. L, what's up, man? Man, I just saw the craziest thing just now, man. The combine is going on. The NFL combine is going on right now. Wide receiver Taquan Thornton has run a four point two. 40. That's all. That's it. 4.2. Hold up. Is that unofficial or official? That is currently official. God damn. 4240. They've not building motherfuckers the same, man. These kids, (laughs) they're not building the same, dog. 4.2? 4.2. Jesus Christ. I'm going to need to go on YouTube afterwards and check. Yeah, Yeah, I I need to check that shit out. Uh, He's a fucking flyer. God damn. Okay. What's up for me this week? That was it. (laughs) I know. I I dig it. And I I think I'm more enamored with that than anything. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, But I got to slip something in since uh, L said something about something nuclear, considering the breaking news just now coming out of Ukraine. What happened? Apparently, uh, missiles hit a nuclear plant. It's on fire. Jeez. 
in the Ukraine. They launched missiles at a, a nuclear plant. Apparently, yeah. I just saw the headline. God damn it. And I was just about to talk about Ukraine. Um, what's up from God damn? Wow. All right. What's what's up for me this week? Um, there, if you haven't seen it, there's a video of this gangster ass grandma that's out on the street and she talks to a Russian soldier and she's berating him for coming into the country and why he would do this to himself, that he's a disappointment to his parents and his family. Oh, my goodness. But she she laid in on him. And then, you know, the flower of Ukraine, the national flower of Ukraine, Mm -hmm. is the sunflower. Mm -hmm. So she digs in her pocket. She pulls out some sunflower seeds, and she gives it to him. And he said, what is this for? He said, just put it in your pocket so that sunflowers will sprout from your dead body in a couple of months after you, from your corpse. Gangster ass grandma, dog. Like they recorded the whole thing. If you have a chance, you should check out the video. It is translated, but you see this Yo, video, and I'm like, I'm gonna start telling people that, like, bro, you gotta walk like, around with some sunflower he, seeds in your he, pocket. He literally, she literally, whatever you fall when I'm done, sunflower wow. seeds, and was like, okay. what is this for? He said, I okay. just want so for the sunflowers to sprout from your dead body in a couple of months. Yeah, point to point taken. <sighs> Damn, duly bro. noted, duly noted, duly noted. Dog, <laughs> war brings out the monsters I in a lot of Christmas grandma. Out like, fuck, fuck brings, out the, brings out the savage, man. Right, right, no doubt. Yeah. Crush, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Oh, man, you can find me on Instagram as usual at SB Memphis or on Facebook under uh, my name, Philip Kennedy. No doubt. L, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? At Elgin Bailey everywhere. Send that nigga to all the horrible DMs that y'all be sending me. Please, yeah, gosh. Yeah, they they, they scared of you. You are, you are the fucking Joker. We all know it, too. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to antagonize you. You get a Joker, Batman. You get a Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm seeing Batman this Sunday, too. I'm going to my see wife, his my wife, my wife wants, My wife wants us to go see that shit. I'm not excited to see it. but Oh, man. No, I mean, this this is going to be... <sighs> this, is gonna be this is going to be Batman. Nah, dog. You know I don't like Batman, but I do I know. Like, yeah, we uh, know. I know, oh, believe me, you, I know. You, you, you I know how much you made Batman. Like that That's why I dedicate all my Batman memories and memorabilia <laughs> to, to, to you. To me, he just randomly yeah. hit me up with Batman. The new, Batman the new logo, the new, new logo needs you in a Batman cow. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I like Kravitz. I like that young lady. I think she's she's got yeah, a bright sure future ahead of herself. She's sure a great she's a great actress. Sure, yeah, I'm sure you like <laughs> and, and I'm Big O. Shut the hell up. I'm Big O. Shut the hell up. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, honey. That is not the I'm reason why big I fan, like big, big L- Elgin. I mean, Phil. I'm trying to oh, tell my wife why. Hey, I'm hey, trying hey, to tell hey, my wife why hey, I really want to see Batman. Hey, don't stop, don't, bro. don't no. fuck that shit up for me, okay, <laughs> baby. That is not the reason why I want to see it. I, I want to, I want to engage in the story. Okay, now I'm Big O, Mister In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at mr underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys once again for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Come on over to our Patreon, get some of the behind the scenes shenanigans, become part of the family. You will not regret it. But as always, informed intelligent in the black in the black peace this is this is the in the black podcast in the black
the block, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like that word. what up? I read a black copy, Bretchen. Listen, bro. In the black podcast, think your lad is all facts. He don't like that, the fault fact. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, then you're whack. It forms intelligent elements, always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest in them, my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up he bro, man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said they my cheat, who no dweed so effortless. I listen them, I learn, man, them listen them, I benefit. Reporting current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, the scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with melanin power that's so ascending bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate in the black podcast that your lad is all facts you don't like that the fuck back in the black podcast they fucked up who looks like watch black up here chat me young flop in the black podcast that your lad is all facts you don't like that the fuck back in the black podcast we all lost the whole of them can none of them can come true like that though. <laughs> 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 <